If you've been in the personal development space, you've likely heard about comfort zones. And also, if you haven't been in the personal development space, you've probably still heard about comfort zones. It's a pretty common and relatively famous term to describe when you are in your comfort zone or when you are in a routine or in some sorts or sets of habits that you're very used to, that they are very common and familiar and arguably comfortable for you to continue to do. This episode is to kind of spin or flip this idea of a comfort zone on its head because I don't think a comfort zone is really true because what do you say about the man or the woman that it is that is in an abusive relationship they're being physically emotionally verbally abused taken advantage of whatever the case scenario may be but they don't ever seem to leave. And of course, there's probably the friends and family and whomever all else that are there like, girl, guy, come on, stop being crazy. Leave this crazy person. They are completely abusing you. This is messed up. You should not have to live like that. Like, like, do you like this? And they'll always say no. None of them ever like that. I'm, I'm positive we can all agree that being abused is not exactly comfortable. So why do we call it people staying in their comfort zone or especially when you have people that are not millionaires or being super successful and they're living a you know relatively comparably mediocre life to what we're talking about and people sit there and say like oh you just got to get out of your comfort zone stop being comfortable it's like bro eating ramen for a fucking week straight is not exactly comfortable not being able to afford things for your kids is not exactly comfortable not being able to live the way that you want to live is not exactly comfortable, okay? Having family, friends, or things fall apart on you is not exactly comfortable. A living in survival mode with tremendous uncertainty is not comfortable. So why is it that in this space, uh, as far as humans can tell, we call it a comfort zone when a lot of times most people aren't actually comfortable? So that's why I want to change it. And instead of it being a comfort zone, I like to think of things as familiar zones. Because when we think about the person in an abusive relationship, they may leave that abusive relationship. But why is it that they end up going either back to that same abusive partner or end up finding themselves with another abusive partner? Why is that? Why is it that those people that tend to live in a certain way end up following these patterns it's clearly not comfortable but here's what i believe is truly happening with our reticular activating systems our filter for the brain our brain will find what it was looking for but the thing is is that when people seek happiness they figure that it's going to be fun and comfortable throughout the process of becoming or achieving happiness. The thing is, it's not how that works because our brains are not designed for our happiness. Happiness is a is a is an abstract concept of a modern human. Uh, happiness is a pretty relative thing because it's fleeting. It's it's more tied to an emotion than it is to 
like joy when we experience joy is because we're living in the present versus happiness is very relative based upon the meanings that we ascribe to a situation because for a lot of people disney can be considered a very happy place but why is it then you still have kids that are there crying and not happy because happiness is derived from the meaning we attribute to things so when it comes to our brain, it's not going to be able to seek out happiness because that's not a true function or a true reality for it to seek. It doesn't know. It can't comprehend that. All our brains are designed to do is to preserve our life, to make sure we survive, that we get to see the next day. But the thing is, is that, and they say this within psychology, you know, uh, now in, in, in investments, past behavior does not, or in psychology, past behavior does not, um, predict perfectly future behavior but it is a pretty good predictor so what that means is that you take for example this person that is being abused they're gonna stick around not because it's comfortable but because so far in their life leading up to this point they have managed to survive and as far as their brain can tell if they continue to execute these functions they will continue to see the next day again it's not worried about your happiness it is simply worried about your survival. And this is a lot of times why people end up doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Feeling depressed, feeling lonely, feeling sad, feeling frustrated, feeling anxious, feeling bothered, feeling like you lack purpose, like you don't have fulfillment, feeling all of these negative emotions that we talk about it's obviously not comfortable to feel but it we become so familiar to that feeling to that angst to that anger that it's basically just the normal you know it's the same thing if you were to go ahead and i believe it's either like with a frog or a crab uh, or a lobster i think it's a lobster that if you go ahead and you put them into or maybe it's a crab you put them into a, a big bucket right of, of, of water you put them in there, no big deal. And then you start slowly raising the temperature. They're not going to notice. They're not going to notice. They're not going to freak out until eventually before they know it, they're fucking dead because it was all just relative, you know. But again, they are not capable of perceiving those differences the same way that people living in familiar zones aren't going to be able to perceive those differences because it seems too familiar. It seems too expectable. And so especially when you're expecting someone to change, we can't expect them to get uncomfortable, although they need to get uncomfortable. What we need to expect and help them understand is that you need to get comfortable with being unfamiliar. Okay, I encourage you to stay comfortable, but I want you to become comfortable with the unfamiliar, the uncertainty. And not the uncertainty because you don't know where XYZ, but the uncertainty of like, I don't know how this is going to pan out, but I know that it will definitely be better than this. And this kind of goes in the same scenario because, for example, we've been using someone that's getting abused. They're in a low level uh, uh, place or situation or scenario. But then, for example, let's take someone that's already at a high level, someone that's already feeling good, doing well, whatever the case scenario how do you then motivate someone motivate yourself when you're already achieving well to achieve more or at a higher level at a higher rate and that comes through a readjustment of what is to be familiar and so for example 
those that are in an abusive relationship, we have to help them acclimate to finding familiarity in a different type of scenario or situation that doesn't put their health and life in such detriment. That would be a problems first type of syntax. And so then when you're dealing with, say, someone that's already very successful, we would be looking at a goals first syntax where it's not, hey, how are you struggling or where are you lacking? But instead, how are you not maximizing your potential? Where are we, are we not fully reaching what we could be reaching? You know, and so instead of problems, we're looking at the goals and with that, how to take them higher. And instead of being familiar with, you know, half a million dollars a year, how do we become familiar with earning two million dollars a year and not self-sabotaging along the way? Because our identities will do very strong work to keep us where it wants to keep us because again it doesn't know what it's doing it's it's like white it's like white uh white cells um in like t cells in the body just trying to fight off any potential infection because it just doesn't know any better it's just trying to do its job and that's where we have to actively train our bodies to understand no this is not what i want to be familiar to this is instead what i want to be familiar to because and ultimately, this comes from the idea of people believing that they're not supposed to deal with problems. You're always going to deal with problems. And so the question is, is that do you want to deal with like, you know, $10 problems or being abused by your partner type of problems? Or do you want to deal with, you know, multi-million dollar types of problems and like not being able to squeeze in enough love life, love time with your with your uh, significant other? But it all comes back to how are you choosing to get familiar with things? What are the patterns that you're allowing yourself to be accustomed to? Because the comfort zone isn't going to fucking matter. Okay. A lot of people aren't living comfortably. You may not be living comfortably. But instead, don't ask yourself how you can get more uncomfortable. You probably already feel uncomfortable. The question is how can you become familiar with a different type of life that you actually want to live? How can you become to normalize the idea of being a millionaire how can you normalize the idea of being in a happy relationship and then from there visualize and take action behind that that you most want make that decision but we have to decide on the familiar zones we want to move into not the comfort zone that we want to move out of because you're going to be uncomfortable throughout the rest of your life life isn't really all that comfortable per se depending on where you're at but even the most wealthy and technically comfortable people don't tend to be all that comfortable. And so it's all, again, a matter of familiarity. What are you allowing yourself to familiarize and habituate and allow to be your routine, your habits, your patterns? Are you really okay with that? And if not, find a new familiar zone. Fuck a comfort zone. This is the Gen Ed Show. Thank you so much for tuning back in. If this was helpful to you, do make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the rest of our episodes as they come out every Monday and every Thursday. Hit the notification bell so you get the notifications when they pop up. And of course, make sure to share this on your social medias. You can tag us on our social medias at The Gen Ed Show on the different platforms. And we will see you on the next episode. Just remember to be present, love deeply, and aim higher. <laughs>